I die the king's good servant, but God's first. These are the words, the final words of St. Thomas More before he was martyred in 1535. Many of us are familiar with the story of St. Thomas More, a devout Catholic layman, respected statesman, lawyer, and trusted advisor to the King of England. Yet when King Henry VIII made the ridiculous decree that he, as king, was head of the Church of England, Thomas More found himself between a rock and a hard place. He could assent to what he knew was false, and in the process he would preserve his life, as well as ensuring a life of wealth and comfort for his family. But he would ensure all this at the expense of losing his soul, or he could hold fast to what he knew to be true, that the Pope, not the King, had the final say in ecclesiastical matters in the life of the Church, Yet he would lose everything but his soul for holding fast to what he knew to be true. Ultimately, to his everlasting credit, Thomas More chose not to abandon the ancient faith. He refused to accept this laughable decree and was executed, martyred for the Catholic faith. Our readings today speak about two things. First, the need to bear witness to our faith, especially in the midst of adversity. St. Thomas More is a great example of that. Our readings also stand as a warning about a little talked about yet nonetheless deadly sin, the sin of human respect. St. Thomas More is a great example of a man who overcame this temptation, the temptation to the sin of human respect as well. First, though, let's look at our readings, and then we can talk about the sin of human respect. So our first reading is taken from the book, The Prophet Jeremiah. Jeremiah is sent by God to the people of Israel. At a time when the chosen people had grown wicked, had strayed gravely and seriously from the law and the covenant. In other words, suffice it to say, Jeremiah does not have a warm and fuzzy message to deliver. No, he he has a message to deliver that's going to be hard to hear. He goes and tells Israel to repent of their grave sin, or else they will face God's judgment. If they refuse to repent, the holy city, Jerusalem, and the temple are going to be destroyed by the Babylonians. Suffice it to say, Jeremiah's prophecy goes over like a lead balloon. As we hear in the first reading, Jeremiah writes, I hear the whisperings of many, terror on every side, denounce, let us denounce him. All those who were my friends are on the watch for any misstep of mine. Jeremiah is sent by God to a people who reject him. For faithfully prophesying, he is abandoned, even by those who were his friends. He spoke the truth and suffered greatly. We'll come back to Jeremiah, but let's, let's jump forward to our gospel, where Jesus is about to send the disciples out on mission two by two, and they are afraid. Why? Well, up to this point, Jesus has been the one preaching and teaching, and now he's going to send them out to preach and teach the kingdom on their own. And obviously, they're worried, they're afraid. They're afraid of what the consequences for themselves might be for proclaiming the kingdom of God. And Jesus tells them, do not be afraid. Don't even be afraid of those who can kill your body but can't kill your soul. He assures them God's providence is at work. Not even a sparrow worth half a penny falls to the ground without the Father's knowledge. They don't need to be afraid. For as Christ says, everyone who acknowledges me before others, I will acknowledge before my heavenly Father. But whoever denies me before others, I will deny before my heavenly Father. Both of these readings, they tell us that we must bear witness to the truth of the faith, that it is not enough simply to practice Catholicism, but that we are called to bear witness to the truth of the Catholic faith by our word and our deeds. Those final words of Christ, however, 
but whoever denies me before others, I will deny before my heavenly Father. These words point to the danger of that little talked about, but nonetheless deadly sin of human respect. What is the sin of human respect? Now, if, if that sounds weird to you, I get it. Uh, you know, it, it, it sounds weird because after all, respect is a good thing, right? We ought to respect others and others ought to respect us. So why would I be saying human respect is a sin? Well, the sin of human respect happens when we are more concerned with what other people think about us than what God thinks of us. The sin of human respect is placing the opinions of others over the truth in order that we might be accepted uh, or honored by others. Human respect happens when we fear being ostracized for believing in Christ. So we deny him before others. You know, St. Thomas More, um, he's a man who, who overcame this temptation to human respect. Uh, Pope Pius XI, in, in the homily at the Mass for St. Thomas More's canonization, he said, When Thomas saw that the doctrines of the Church were gravely endangered, he knew how to despise resolutely the flattery of human respect. St. Thomas More is a hero of the Catholic faith. But if you look at St. Thomas More's resolute courage and faith and think, man, I, I'm just not there, then maybe the prophet Jeremiah could offer us some help. The prophet Jeremiah from our first reading is to some extent tempted by the sin of human respect. And we don't exactly see this in the three or four verses that we get for this reading. Uh, but in chapter 20, where our first reading is taken from, there's a lot more going on. Uh, verse 7 to 9, which are the verses just before our reading begins, Jeremiah says, You duped me, O Lord, and I let myself be duped. You were too strong for me, and you prevailed. All day long I am an object of laughter. Everyone mocks me. Whenever I speak, I must cry out. Violence and outrage I proclaim. The word of the Lord has brought me reproach and derision all day long. I say I will not mention him. I will no longer speak his name. But then it is as if fire is burning in my heart, imprisoned in my bones. I grow weary holding back. I cannot. Jeremiah resolves not to speak anymore. Not to speak in the name of the Lord. But he feels compelled, and ultimately he does continue to speak. And he deals with the consequences of speaking because friends denounce him and are watching for his fall, as we heard. But then, rather than crumpling... Uh, in the face of derision, rather than giving in to the sin of human respect, he trusts that the Lord is with him like a mighty champion. My persecutors will stumble, they will not triumph in their failure, they will be put to utter shame, to lasting, unforgettable confusion. He trusts in the providence of God that while the Lord may not reward him with health and wealth, the Lord will ultimately vindicate his cause. He will not abandon him. Jeremiah may have been tempted by the sin of human respect, but he also shows us how to fight that temptation by trusting in the Lord and speaking out, bearing witness with our words and with our lives. We live in an age where we are constantly tempted to go along to get along, uh, to go along to get along with our rapidly secularizing culture. We live in an age where sincere practice of the ancient Catholic faith is routinely mocked in our pop culture as backwards. We live in an age where we are called bigoted, and if we say marriage is only possible between one man and one woman. 
We live in an age where we are called misogynistic if we stand up against the abortion industry and stand for life. We live in an age where our own government, first the federal and then various state governments, have been pursuing legal action against the Little Sisters of the Poor in an attempt to coerce Catholic nuns into paying for abortifacients and contraception. We live in a rapidly secularizing age. We live in an age which sorely needs heroic witnesses to the truth of the faith, witnesses in both word and deeds to the truth of Jesus Christ, to the truth of our Catholic faith. Like Jeremiah, like St. Thomas More, let us trust in the providence of God and let us resolve to speak out. Let us resolve to acknowledge Christ before others so that he may acknowledge us before our Heavenly Father.